welcome to Chasing Dramas. This is the podcast that keeps you up to date on Chinese dramas and entertainment news. Today's podcast episode will be an update on the biggest dramas airing right now in China in February 2023. We are your hosts for today, Kathy and Karen. Today, we are going to chat about four dramas that are airing or have just finished airing, and we'll also talk about a couple of dramas that just started filming or just wrapped up. We also launched our form on our website, so please feel free to chat with us there on your thoughts about these dramas. The first two dramas we're discussing today are actually mid-January dramas that have garnered quite a lot of eyeballs. The first one is Kuang Biao or The Knockout. It is a 39-episode drama that just finished airing on CCTV, multiple regional TV stations, and ITE. The drama stars Zhang Yi as An Xin, a crime police officer in the city of Jinghai. It is the year 2021, and two officers sent from the central government are sent to Jinghai to investigate the criminal activity there. They meet An Xin, and through him, we learn about the 20-year struggle between An Xin and the criminal gangs in the area, the rise of a mob boss who An Xin once saved, and the corrupt officials in government who covered up many illegal activities for their own personal gain. It's a gripping tale of greed, corruption, and the struggle to keep one true to oneself. It began airing on January 14th and just finished its run last week. Over the past couple of weeks, this drama became the hottest drama to air and set the standard for what a hit drama will be for this year. Ratings for this drama reached all the way up to 3%, which makes it one of the most viewed dramas in over a year. Some other milestones that it hit, it just became the highest rated drama on, or sorry, highest viewed drama on CCTV 8 in over 9 years, and also peaked at over 11,000 points on IC's popularity index, making it the most popular show ever on the platform. All I can say is that definitely caught my attention. It raised my eyebrows of, wow, this crime police drama caught more attention than the likes of Love Between Fairy and Devil and, for example, New Life Begins. I personally started watching the drama, and then the next thing I know, I'm like 20 episodes in. So I understand why everyone was obsessed with this drama. The plot moves fast, and the acting is top-notch. I feel like I've watched Zhang Yi in many dramas over the years, and he, I think, like typically plays the upright citizen, but he does it so well that it's very compelling to watch. We get the struggle between white and black, but what's more compelling is we see the descent of a once good man to a criminal boss and the lives that he takes with him. We also see in this drama why it is so difficult for the police to ever catch these criminals because, well, the corruption goes all the way up to the top. You're constantly guessing who the mole is or are, and when I saw who the first mole was, I was like, no! <laughs> it's hard to imagine, you know, given the setting, especially in the drama, to see how the good cops stay true to themselves. And you'll see that it is really, really, really hard. There is a bit of time jumping in this drama as we see through time what got the characters to where they are today. So what's also interesting is 
The drama current day is set in 2021. So they go back in time to start in 2000. And it was kind of like a time capsule to see how China was 20 years ago. This drama stars, as I mentioned, Zhang Yi as An Xin, Zhang Songwen as Gao Qiqiang, Li Yitong as Meng Yu, and Li Yitong is, of course, our female lead from Royal Nirvana, and Zhang Zhijian as Meng Dehai. There's a ton more characters in this drama, and actually, all the female characters are more compelling aside from Meng Yu. So please watch it. Um, Li Yitong is kind of there just to be a foil, like a soft foil for Zhang Yi's character Anxin, but she's not in it a lot. What I will say is that in this drama, we don't get any idols. It's just a cast of well-respected actors and a great story. And that is perhaps why everyone watched it. That and also the Lunar New Year break. The actor for the main baddie in the story, Zhang Songwen's popularity has since exploded. He now even has like... Um, fan cameras following him around <laughs> for his new dramas. This particular drama is a departure from the typical costume or fantasy dramas that we watch, but you know, you should check it out. You might also enjoy the show as well. It is a very interesting glimpse on China's development, and yes, it's kind of self-serving, but pretty um, a pretty good take on the fight against corruption. Okay, the next drama we want to talk about, which again is not something that is normally up our alley, but has garnered a lot of attention. So we thought it is important to just share it with you so that you can decide if you want to watch it. This drama is called Santi or Three Body. This is the Chinese adaptation to Liu Cixin's worldwide best-selling sci-fi novel, The Three Body Problem. I'll admit that I haven't read the series. But Kathy has read the prequel, Dian, or Ball Lightning. I have personally asked my friends who are obsessed with this book whether or not I should watch it because I generally don't watch or read a lot of science fiction novels, but I feel like I should read this book first before watching the drama. Here is the general summary. In 2007, there were abnormal disturbances in the basic science of the Earth. The scientific community was in turmoil. Bizarre suicides by scientists, a mysterious countdown, and a three-body game all come into play. The nanoscientist Wang Miao was brought to the Joint Operations Center by police officer Shi Qiang and further infiltrated an organization called Science Boundary to continue his investigations. Wang Miao becomes acquainted with an organization called ETO. To unravel the mystery, Wang Miao enters the VR game Three Body and discovers the shocking truth behind the deaths of dozens of scientists and a tragedy from the days of the Cultural Revolution. This is a 30-episode drama that began airing on January 15th on Tencent and CCTV 8 and will conclude on February 14th, though I think you can see all of the episodes already. Like The Knockout, this drama features several heavyweights from the Chinese entertainment industry. This includes Zhang Luyi as Wang Miao, Yu Hewei as Shi Qiang, Chen Jin as the older Ye Wenjie, Wang Ziwen as the younger Ye Wenjie, Li Xiaoran as Shen Yufei, Lin Youjian as Chang Weisi. Honestly, before this aired, everyone thought that this was going to be the drama to watch during the Lunar New Year holidays. I think Tencent was hoping this too because it cleared its slate of dramas and only featured this one for the holidays. 
Unfortunately, Knockout or Kwangbiao sucked all the air away from this drama. And I was reading some reports that Knockout captured like 60 to 70% of the market share or like the viewership share. And poor Senpi or Three Body was only able to peak at maybe like 15. This means that there has not been much talk of this drama over the past month. Fans of the source material do praise this faithful adaptation, but that still hasn't gotten people to turn their attention towards the show. I think part of it is because it is so faithful that non-readers might be confused at all the sci-fi jargon in the show. Science is not as easy to understand as, for example, fighting corruption. I think this will be a heavy blow for Tencent, who is hoping for a big ratings draw with this drama, due to, of course, the strength of its source material. Tencent hasn't really had a ratings hit in a long while, and what I mean by that is a TV ratings hit. Kwangbiao or Knockout literally knocked it out of the park on CCTV 8, and unfortunately, Santi is nowhere near or has nowhere near the ratings as the knockout on the same platform. The Tencent dramas that we mentioned last year, A Dream of Splendor, for example, all parallel in comparison between the two ICE properties that have become all the rage over the past year, such as The Knockout or Love Between the Fairy and Devil. Like Karen said, neither of us have watched the drama and perhaps we'll start with the source material before watching the drama to hopefully get our heads around all of the scientific jargon that is in the show. Speaking of duds for Tencent, we also have the next drama, which is Meng, or A League of Noblemen that began airing solely on Tencent on January 30th. This 29-episode drama stars Jin Boran and Song Weilong. Here's the premise. In the fictional empire of Yong, Lanjue is an official in the Ministry of Rights and is vying against his rivals to become the next minister. He has a storied past and is also trying to uncover the truth of his father's death. During a mission, Lanjue encounters a young man, Zhang Ping, who has come to the capital to take his imperial entrance exams, but due to the low funds that he has, is forced to sell noodles on the street. This Zhang Ping loves solving mysteries and cases, and unknowingly foils one of Lan Jue's plans. The two gradually get to know each other and form a great friendship. This drama is based off of the 2014 book Zhang Gong An, this drama aired with little fanfare because, quite frankly, Tencent gave no notice and dropped the first 10 episodes on January 30th. I think the rumors are that there were originally 40 episodes, but was cut down to only 29. This is because, well, this drama was originally intended to be much more homosexual, as I would say, between the two male leads. Tencent had to cut or edit all of that interaction to focus the drama solely on the friendship to get past the censors, which is why we only have these 29 episodes. I think maybe we'll do an in-the-know episode on this topic in the near future because, quite frankly, it's surprising that this drama was even able to air. I have watched the first five episodes. I think the setting, cinematography, and costumes are top-notch. The two male leads, Jin Boran and Song Weilong, also have a decent 
uh, chemistry between the two of them. So it's a it's a pleasant watch. The cases and mysteries are intriguing. Oh, this drama is primarily like a murder mystery or solve the case type of drama. However, I would say Song Weilong's character is quite annoying because he only cares about solving his cases and gives no thought as to why or what is happening in the grander scheme of things. This, in turn, is a relatively short drama, so maybe I'll keep watching. Um, it is keeping me engaged, but Song Weilong's character at this point is like, okay, I can do without you. Um, I just want to pay attention to Jin Boran's Lan Jue. I think Tencent really just wanted to get this off their plate, so that's why they aired it with little fanfare. The ratings have not been good, so this again is another dud for Tencent. Meanwhile, the last drama we want to talk about today is probably going to be another hit for ITE. I mean, really, Tencent cannot catch a break. The drama that I am most excited to watch is actually Zhang Ruoyun's new drama Xian Wei Jingxia de Da Ming Zhi Si Juan An, or Under the Microscope. This is only a 14-episode drama that will air on ITE on February 9th. So what's the draw for this drama? Of course, it's Zhang Ruoyun, whom we all know from Joy of Life or Qing Yunyan, the caliber of his dramas in recent years has been top-notch, so I'm sure this will be fun too. Additionally, it looks like there are many familiar cast members from Joy of Life or Qing Yunian that I joke, this honestly looks like the second season of Qing Yunian that we have not seen for three plus years. Set in the Ming Dynasty with screenplay from Ma Boyong, the writer of the book for last year's Feng Qi Luoyang, and also the hit drama The Longest Day in Chang'an or Chang'an Shishen, this drama follows a brilliant young mathematician, Shui Jiamo, who stumbles upon questionable tax numbers between various counties. Through his and his friends' efforts, they work to uncover the truth about what's behind these inaccurate numbers while trying to stay alive from the deadly forces who want to suppress the truth from coming out. For me, I think the trailer looks absolutely fun, and we don't have too many good dramas set in the Ming Dynasty, so you can bet I'll be chasing this drama. Even if it's going to be short, I am super looking forward to it. Let's round off these discussions to discuss the dramas that have begun filming or wrapped up filming in the last couple of weeks or so, especially after the Chinese New Year holidays. There is one in particular that Kathy is absolutely fuming about. Yep, and this drama is called Zhe Yao, or The Prisoner of Beauty, adapted from a book by the same name, starring Song Zor and Liu Yuning. As Karen said, I... I'm positively fuming about this drama, and there's two main reasons why. First of all, it's the source material. In my mind, this book is absolutely trash. The premise is that the main female character, Xiao Tiao, is again a double time traveler. She first came from modern times and then lives one failed life as Xiao Tiao, in which she is murdered by her then husband. And then she is reincarnated again as Xiao Xiao before she is to be married. And now she uses her knowledge to make a new decision and choice. 
I've said this several times already, but this is the tired trope that authors love to use for their stories. And I don't understand why, but I guess this trope is the one that all of these screenwriters or um, production companies want to use to make into dramas. So from the outset, I'm bored with this premise. Xiao Xiao chooses to marry Wei Xiao, which is our male lead, a general intent on becoming emperor. And this selection is different than who she chose in her first life. As I kept on reading the book, I got more and more frustrated because I literally have no idea why the two main characters fall in love, especially the male lead, Wei Shao. It's like they finally sleep together and then a light bulb clicks in his head and all they do is sleep together. There are so many sex scenes in the book to the point where I was like, what am I reading? I rarely see any relationship development apart from Wei Shao wanting to come home to sleep with her. Sure, the female lead is intelligent, but she also had the benefit of living two lives to get this upper hand. So, as you can probably tell, I am not happy with this book. The two reasons why I read it in the first place is because A, I heard that this was going to be turned into a drama, and B, other people on the internet said that it was good, so I was like, why not start reading? I think I got to three quarters of the book and was hoping that it will turn around or like come to like I would have like this kumbaya moment of like, oh, this is a good book. Nope, it never happened. <laughs> Karen, do you recall me finishing this and I was just fuming or like literally stomping around the apartment for a couple of days because of this? Yes, you were not happy about this uh, about this book. Anyways, book rent over. Now onto my second point of why I'm mad about this drama being filmed. That's because of the actor playing Wei Shao, Liu Yuning. Liu Yuning's career has skyrocketed in the past few years, coming up from projects such as The Long Ballad, to Who's the Hero, and also An Le Zhuan, or The Legend of An Le. Liu Yuning is a funny and musically talented guy. He sings a lot of songs in dramas these days, and I'm sure you've heard of his songs. Many are quite popular. However, he does not fit the definition of Wei Shao at all. Wei Shao in the book is a towering, muscular, cold and calculating hero. Think even Feng Shaofeng in the story of Minglan or Nie Yuan when he was younger. Nie Yuan is of course our emperor in the story of Yanxi Palace. The two of them in plated armor just look like they're ready for the battlefield. Liu Yuning on the other hand is tall and lanky and definitely not muscular. He also I'm sorry, Liu Yuning, I like you a lot, but you don't have like the stature of a general. Set photos of Liu Yuning and Song Zor have been flying all over the internet and I was like, what is this? Where's the general? All I see is kind of like a guy creeping over a young woman. I'm sorry, I really like you Liu Yuning, but you do not fit the role of Wei Shao. So this will be a hard pass for me as a drama. Maybe I'll have Karen watch it when it comes out for an unbiased opinion. But man, I haven't been this pissed off about a drama or a book in a while. As to some quick fire updates, Xiao Zhan just wrapped up filming 
Jiao Yang Ban Wo or Sunshine by My Side with Bai Bai He. Xiang Siling adapted from the novel Qiang Lai de Xinyang by Xi Juan starring Angela Baby and Song Weilong also wrapped up filming. And then Li Qin is going to star in a drama with Wang Yibo called Golden Journey. This hasn't been fully confirmed yet, but there's been enough rumors and I guess behind the scenes photos to say that this is confirmed. The two of them are going to be in a drama together. There was a whole whirlwind of angry fans on both sides when this casting was announced, but I'm just like, hey, whatever. It's all good. Okay, and that is it for today's podcast episode. Let us know what you think about these dramas. Have you watched The Knockout or Three Body? Are you going to watch Under the Microscope? Let us know. Thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you in the next podcast episode.